This is Carl Franklin, producer and editor of Mondays. Mr. Mark Miller sounds like he's in a tunnel on this show. You know why? Because he had the microphone turned around the wrong way. <sighs> what a fucking idiot. Oh no! It's Mondays! Pop.com. It's Mondays. A bunch of geeks trying to have fun once a year. <laughs> it's our annual Monday show. What? I'm not a geek. <laughs> In the house, Mark Miller, Richard Campbell, Karen Penis Mom Manjicotti. <laughs> Watch it. And me, it. Carl Franklin, trying to make sense of it all. Call Franklin. Call Franklin. Call Franklin. Call Franklin. Coming to stage right now, Call Franklin. And now, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Followgeeks.com or something like that. Really? And they put me on their list. You are viral now. Oh, yeah. No, no. You're, you're definitely a disease. No. <laughs> She's a disease. <laughs> She's a disease and the kind of disease that I caught. Oh, I'll oh, give yeah. you boils. She's a geek <laughs> disease. Well, I'd always known she'd made me swell. <laughs> so are you getting creepy stalkers already? Um, a little bit. I'm getting a lot of uh, in, in invitations for like, you know, dinners and lunches and things. <laughs> I'm like, what, with just you? Not like an event? Just you want me over for dinner? All right. So if you've been, you know, nose down in code for the last couple of weeks, you might not have noticed that Karen is like a superstar. Yeah. Lift your nose up and smell the penis. <laughs> mom. She's the penis mom. She, you know, Karen's blog. Uh, got picked up by Huffington Post, and she wrote this great article called Penis Mom. And she was on NPR today, as of, we record this on January 7th. And uh, now you've, you've been picked up by all these viral websites. You're, I have. you're just You're just going nuts. You're all famous I and shit. I am big, and not just my ass. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got had to it. go there. Okay, can I just say, I, so we've talked about my ass a lot on this show. <laughs> and can I just say, I always thought you guys were making it up until I saw this video. We went to a Smash Mouth concert. You guys weren't there, but we went to the Smash Mouth concert. Smash Mouth is on stage. Miller gets on stage because they call for all the pretty girls to come up. And of course, Miller goes up on stage. <laughs> and you're talking about the guy with the smallest ass of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not one to be limited by, you know, gender rules. That's yeah. right. Oh, you're like the penis dad. You often what? find me in the women's restroom as well, but that's another story at any rate. No, he's the vagina dad. That's yeah, what he so, is. So, so, so Smash Mouth says, pretty girls up on stage, and I'm like, that's, that's me. That's me. 
stage. Jumps on stage. Then, then he, then he pulls me from the stage, and I'm like, oh look, he's pulling me. And then you see my ass from behind. I never see this, right? And I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like eclipses the entire stage. Uh, this was on widescreen too. It was not good. <laughs> I'm like Miller. You should have told me not to wear stripes. And he's like, I tell you that all the time. Yeah, I actually didn't realize there were stripes. I thought there were curves. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when she oh. she took off the dress, and they actually were stripes. So. Oh my god! So now I know what you've all been talking about. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, it's been an amazing year. It's been six months. We did the last one in July of last year. Okay, but it's been a since then. A lot of things have happened. A lot of things. Yeah. My friend Carl got married. I got married. Yeah. I know, and I wasn't there. Yeah. And not that I'm bitter because you didn't actually tell me you were doing it. And I said, Are you doing it? And you're like, No, we're going to wait. No, I didn't say that. I said, We were having a housewarming party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I said, you got to tell me if it's your wedding. Are you really doing the wedding? And you're like, oh, we're going to wait till next year because I would have stayed. And I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, big event. Very fun looking in pictures anyway. Yeah, yeah. we had It was great. We basically had Richard down to perform the ceremony. And uh, we, had, we went under the guise of a housewarming party. And he just got everybody's attention and said, they're going to get married right now. Yeah, and they some really good open mouths at that moment. Oh, yeah. And especially my nine-year-old daughter, who was like, Dad, you didn't tell me. Of course, we didn't tell her because she can't keep a secret. No. She's not. That would have been Facebooked within minutes. Yeah. That's awesome, Carl. But it was great. And, you know, instead of a champagne toast, we had bourbon shots. Because that's the way it should be. Yeah. I got bourbon right now. I toast you, my friend. I have some bourbon right now, and I'm there toasting you, you Richard. Oh, man, I've got no bourbon. Karen's actually toasting you from her vagina. Uh, my vagina <laughs> clinks with you, kids. Is that what that echo was? More on that later, kids. Stay tuned for girl. Stay right. tuned for Goyle. All right, so <laughs> I want to know, you know, you're being held under sort of a moral microscope right now by the media. So how, do you, how are you going to explain the bigger body of work that is Mondays? And when we say bigger, we mean... Much bigger. Are you calling her fat? Um, yeah, again with the ass, Carl. Okay, I get it. My ass is big. It's a bigger body of work. Whatever. How am I going to explain my... Yeah, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, I... Can I answer this, Karen? Okay. What, what you think she has, has to explain up until this point is nothing compared to what she'll have to explain after tonight. It's oh, no. <laughs> Stay tuned for girl, kids. You have no idea. Stay tuned for girl. The this is going to blow your mind. All of those organizations that are like, you are such a strong voice for women everywhere. They're going to be like, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> who, is, who is? Yes. Your uh, spokesperson opportunities about to be rescinded. God, woman, who are you? What is your problem? She's taking a giant step backwards for women tonight. Oh, you have no idea. We're going back in the dark ages through the vagina tunnel. Have I said stay tuned for girls? Yes. Oh, my God. You have no idea what she's done to prepare for tonight. I wanted. I just want you to go, guys. No, I've definitely taken one for this. <laughs> <laughs> also indirectly, I think I have as well. Oh yeah, you have. More on that later. More details later to come. Yeah. So how am I gonna? I'm being held under a moral microscope. Yeah. People can't figure me out, Carl. Only more so when they start to listen to Mondays, right? Uh, yeah. Everyone's like, she sounds like she's empowering women, but she talks about sex all the time. <laughs> such a slut. Holy shit! What is wrong with her? And this is actually just conversation between me and her. <laughs> it's just me and Karen. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm going to kick this thing off with uh, my bit, which is called Things I've Learned This Six Months. Nice. <laughs> this half a year. No, no, it's Things I've Learned This Week. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 So I've learned this week that Consuelo Manchego, my cleaning lady, has exactly the same kind of digital camera as I do. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I've learned that the worst place to discover you have your cleaning lady's digital camera, and she has yours, is in the car on the way to a wedding. Oh. Whoops. Don't. 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 Dowza. I've learned that the worst place to discover your cleaning lady moonlights as a dominatrix. Oh, no. Nice. Is in the front row at your sister's wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've learned that the Canon PowerShot SX200IS with 12x optical zoom and 3-inch LCD screen plays back homemade dominatrix video footage very loudly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Especially in a church. <laughs> it does have good acoustics, though. Oh, yeah. Nice. Reverberation. Oh, yeah. Who knew you'd get such good bass out of something so small? I know. I've learned <laughs> That's great. that sometimes older models of the Canon PowerShot SX200IS with 12x optical zoom and a 3-inch LCD screen get stuck playing video and don't respond to controls and buttons. <laughs> Whoops! Oh, man. I've learned that when Lily White father Seamus Fitzgerald gets really angry, he can speak impeccable ghetto. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Who knew? I've learned that it's very hard to take a good picture when your hand is shaking violently and your sweaty finger keeps sliding off the snapper. <laughs> mm, the snapper. I have that problem Sweaty too. Finger. The snapper. Not with the camera. I've learned that tarjeta de memoria completa is Spanish for memory card full. <laughs> Finally, I've learned that my garage gets really cold at night. Even when using a North Face Cat's Meow 20-degree sleeping bag. Nice. nice. <laughs> Kids, that's what I've learned this week. Woohoo! <laughs> Those are awesome factoids. Well, I think we need to take away from this that your cleaning lady is a dominatrix and you have the pictures. That's a highly lucrative business, you know. <laughs> uh, I've heard that. Tell us. You can Tell actually pay that. her salary by selling those pictures. Irony! That's <laughs> <laughs> how so I put myself through college, Karen. <laughs> You know, here's a totally bad joke, but you know what you call a, uh, a Spanish woman with no legs? Consuelo. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, Carl? Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Edit point, Carl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just thought I'd give you a little fuel for the fire, Karen, you know? That's excellent, because nothing I like more than a good cunt joke. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Yeah, Karen, you better stand up for that. He's, he just, he just like, you know, did, did something to women's rights. Not that it'll even compare to what you're doing tonight. <laughs> so I said, maybe you just did let you it go. Did you hear that thing Carl said? Uh, yeah, but what, did you see that thing Karen did? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. 
you know, I got something else to tell you because, you know, this was a really good year for me. There's a couple other things that happened musically in my life. Hmm. First of all, the Franklin Brothers album released. Woohoo! Woo good music, my friend. This is awesome, by the way. Lifeboat to nowhere. I actually love this album. This is not like the previous CDs you've given me, Carl, that have just become coasters. This is... <laughs> I actually put this one in and listened to it, and it is awesome. Yeah, the rest were just stains on the bottom of my cups, but this one. It's going to be the name of my new album. <laughs> stains on the bottom of my cup. One real advantage that we had is we have the studio, and we had no time limit. And not only that, but the songs themselves aren't situated in time, so they're not going to expire. You know, they're still going to be good songs. So that's why it took 10 years to make <laughs> uh, it's a timeless CD. It takes a long time to make a timeless CD. Yeah, and we could, you know, because most of the time bands get in the studio and they're rushed because they're paying by the hour and, you know, everybody's, you know, got another client coming in, got to hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. So, you know, this was just a, a luxury to be able to do it this way. Well, I like to point out as, you know, one of your friends that I have listened to just how many times you guys mix down those songs. You yeah. worked right. really hard on them. Yeah, I must have, and, and some of these tracks I literally have a dozen or two dozen remixes. Yeah, on. mix thirty-four. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get it right. Yeah. Okay, so the URL for that album is franklinbros.com, and you can get it at Amazon and Zune and all that stuff and iTunes, franklinbros.com. But I've also I'm working on a solo album, which I started as a as a project with some other guys, and then I started doing songs all by myself. And one of them I'm going to play for you now. It's called Waiting for the Summer to Come. Ooh. Here you go. Check this out. Horns, it's great. Now, let me just tell you, I'm doing everything except the horns. So bass, drums, guitar, piano, singing. I wrote it. I produced it, arranged it, and everything. Here you go. Summer to come Not enough to pay the oil 
summer to come. Woo! Yeah. Nice. I love that song. That's like That's party song. My favorite. Thanks. Uh, it's yeah, well it's one of my favorites. So my kids have the favorite Gia, who is now the the mon- the <laughs> baby that's been on Mondays about 3 years ago. Yeah. She- she asks for butter and egg man all the time. Oh, nice. <laughs> Loves her butter and egg man. That's great. That's on the solo album. Yeah. So is this as Carl Niverus? No, no, it's just going to be Carl Franklin. Okay. Yeah. And uh but you know, I got a lot of I got a lot of help on it. But um the other thing that I did in July was I was on uh Chris Castle's album Last Bird Home. Hmm, the Womack family band. Well, the Womacks are on it, but uh, also um, Tommy Ramone from the Ramones, Garth Hudson from the band, Larry Campbell, who played with Bob Dylan and Paul Simon, Gabe Butterfield, Mm. son of blues legend Paul Butterfield, Justin Gwip, who plays with Levon Helm and Hot Tuna, and the Womack family band, and we recorded it at at, uh, Levon Helm's studio in Woodstock. New York. If you go to holy shit, uh, yeah. If you go to mondays.pwop.com slash lastbird.html, there's links to um, the 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 album site and photos and a lot of good stuff. Man, that that was just a trip. So it's been just a fun, fun summer and winter. So anyway, uh, so I guess it's time for girl, huh? Are we really oh, ready? <laughs> Are we ready for girl? I don't know. Are you ready, Karen? I am always ready, Carl. Nice. Give me some theme music. Oh, it's time for Girl! Girl! God, I miss this song. Girl! I want this song to follow me all the time. Girl! Chulo. What's up, Karen? <laughs> nice giggle. I just want everybody to brace for impact before Hang on. <laughs> Here it comes. Okay. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> what have you been up to lately? So, some people. It's not what Karen has been up to. It's what the vodka has been up to. Well, here, oh. here's the thing. So. Penis Mom, for those of you who haven't read the blog, the reason it's called that is because that is now what I am known at my son's school as because they all link me to an email that I sent, a little benign email when his school was asking for uh, help setting up a trebuchet to do a pumpkin chunking thing where they propelled chunk pumpkins into the air. Right. Right. Unfortunately, a fine them, physics experiment. Yes, it's fine, brilliant. In fact, the fact that it's a science experiment lends in increasing my disbelief of what comes next. Yes. So they ask for help, but they ask for dads to help. Nice. And yeah. yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, uh, like a, a public school is sending out an email, and kids see this email too, right? So yes. they're sending out an email to 13 year old girls burgeoning their you know thoughts of who they are in the world saying we need your big strong daddies to come and help and chunk pumpkins and and you know baby, baby can you can you hold off talking like that until after the show <laughs> i said after the show you know what that does to me and so i was like i was slightly outraged but i decided slightly. to rein it in and send this simple email that just i said, thought it was very restrained i did email. too it was restrained 
Thank you. There was not a single what the fuck in the email. Or yeah. the word cock, for example, yeah. was missing. Or dong. That's what I'm saying, guys. Okay, so people who know me know how restrained this email was. People who don't know me think it's outrageous. So <laughs> it makes me do a little bit of self-reflection, but not that much. So anyway, <clears throat> I send an email simply saying, you know, huh, I'm wondering why you're asking for only dads in the year 2011 are they going do we they need to lift this with their penis nice yeah or penises i don't know whatever Karen. Who also happens to be the name of the principal, right, Karen? It happens to be the name of the principal of the school. This is all true. So I sign it, Karen. And so my son, who goes to the school, is sort of half homeschooled, half not. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a homeschoolish program. So you know that homeschoolers run the gamut. So there's people like me, and then there's people like, you know, the Duggars. So... And everybody thinks I'm a Duggar because I wear a lot of skirts and we have seven kids. But I'm really not a Duggar. You know, I'm, for folks who don't know, the Duggars have like 21 kids. They, and they have got 21 a TV kids. Show. They're very biblical, religious people who homeschool because they don't believe in things like science. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So they wouldn't want to do the whole physics project with the pumpkin chunkin' anyway. But so there's a large contingency of very religious folks who got all of their panties in a bunch because I said the word penis right. in yeah. this email. Yeah. And so, which I was like, you know, I, I was confused because they said, well, we need to keep the the, the email G-rated. And I'm like, penis is G-rated. Right. So the principal says that it needs to be all G-rated all the time. I'm sh- right. in shocked at this comment because you know me. Yes. Penis is as That was the most G-rated email you'd ever written. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I've, re- I've written more pornographic emails like <laughs> to, <laughs> your to the bus children. driver to drop my kids off. Wait, 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 wait. Can we go back on that one? What did you just say? I've, I've written a lot of pornographic emails. No, at a point, cut that out. Don't say I've written <laughs> pornographic emails. But I, that's not really what I mean. I feel like you I'm know. in memento right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, dear God. I hope this never sees the light of the day. Do you know, I always say that about Monday's episodes, and mm. yet they're produced. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah, so the principal says that, and, and she writes, for example, they need to be all Disney all the time. Nice. Right. What does that mean Which exactly? Is, Right? There's so many layers of awesome in that you can't even dissect it. But uh, one of the my favorite ones came from somebody who wrote a comment about the NPR show today. And she goes, oh, of course, if it was all Disney all the time, there'd be no mothers because Disney kills all the mothers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, you have to ask for dads. You have no choice. There was another yeah. great comment that says, you know, my penis is pretty much with me when I'm watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> or, or even going to Disneyland. It's really... Oh, wait, Disneyland. wait. There was a great comment on NPR. The guy said something like, you should talk about things you enjoy in the bedroom. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, nice. That so is creepy. This is what I'm I, talking about. Creepy stalker guys. Creepy. Creepy stalker guys. He goes, that I shouldn't talk about things that I enjoy in the bedroom. That's what he said. Like you shouldn't talk about things that you enjoy in the bedroom. Right, right. What right. else would I talk about all day? And then he follows up with another comment. Oh, you know you enjoy it in the bedroom. Yeah, he was... He was <laughs> And that's the real that's story, right. isn't it? And then he says, and by the way, this is not your husband in the next room. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, I think it was her statements about mud that said a lot. Okay, so she says that, right. And then she says, and yeah, you're absolutely right that it said a lot because this is this is the subtle way that we do it. So the overt way is we say, Dads need daddies need to come and help with the big strong trebuchet because girls don't even know what it means. And then that's the direct way. And then the more subtle way is the principal puts a message out and she says, but as for myself, I don't really like lifting heavy things or mud or trekking through the mud either. Right. And I'm like, okay. But she didn't even say, oh, yeah, maybe we should, you know, maybe we shouldn't be lifting yeah. with our penises. Right. Right. <laughs> she, she never says that you need a, pe- a Which is important for me to know because I was out there with the trebuchet early in the morning. For a long time. Yeah, for a long time. And it was actually, I'm not going to lie, it was a little embarrassing when the buses unloaded. Yeah, it was embarrassing. And the bus driver's looking at me like he got like porn from somebody in email. I don't know what was going on there. (laughs) Wait a minute, Mark, do you have a penis? I have a penis. (laughs) I'm sorry. Speaking of penises, kids, by the way, if you want to see this blog, Google Penis mom. She's on the first she's on the first she's on four out of the top five hits. You do not want to click on the number one link. Uh, you, don't? <laughs> you do not. But the number two, three, and four is gonna take you to the safe zone of Karen's blog. Oh my goodness. Wait, I'm I'm clicking, my friend. Oh don't Oh my goodness. No, that's just me, baby. Oh, it's you? Okay. And they're all me. We want to improve Karen's rankings. So when anybody Googles the word penis, she's the top five hits. That has been my fantasy for a long time. So we need listeners to help us Google bomb, link to Karen's blog with the word penis, and then Karen will be the number one penis. She'll just be known as the penis. I honestly honestly don't think you need the help of the Mondays listeners. You're you're pretty much on your way to being the meme. I'm going to be known as Penis Manjicotti. Just penis. Penis, penis. Yeah, I can't tell you how many women write and say, I'm a penis mom too. Penis moms unite. Penis moms this. <laughs> it's so awesome. We're starting so our own funny. convention, a penis mom convention. A we, just can't, mom we just can't get a city to authorize us to use their places. Yeah, nobody even, I don't even get through the first minute of the phone call. <laughs> That's crazy. So, okay, so then, anyway, so that blog. So the question is, wait, how am I linking this now? Your moral microscope. You're under a moral microscope. So people, I'm under a moral microscope, and people have started to think of me, because lots of folks are saying, look, you could have just privately emailed. Oh, by the way, I sent this email not just to the teachers, not just to the principal, but to the entire school community of students. Of course. (laughs) Teachers. What else would you do? Parents. Their grandmothers. Their grandmothers. I then linked it so that it's the first thing they see when they turn on the computers. Their personal web page. Yeah. I I, I had a billboard. You know, I so I wasn't, I I just wanted to say, because you know me. I think we could have used that money in a better way, but okay. You know what? The kids aren't going to go to college, but I really felt like I needed to have my message heard. So she's, she's posing with a picture with a giant guy with a guy in a giant penis outfit, you know, next to it on the billboard. Actually, guys in giant penis outfits follow me now all around wherever yeah, I go. It is a little weird. And we turn the minivan into a giant penis. That's no one doesn't want to drive I just anymore. Felt compelled to do it. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. That was my Christmas present. Actually, the penis mobile. And then I got that U-Haul in the shape of two giant balls in the back. It was- <laughs> that was, you know, Miller does everything thoroughly. He never leaves anything half done. I'll give him that. It's going to be weird going to my mom's house tomorrow. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, not that weird. Um, so she. <laughs> so anyway, so I do this, and so lots of people said you could have done this, you know, more discreetly, or you could have just shown up, or you, and you know me, you know, I like to call things out a little bit, and so I've gotten this kind of, you know, reputation as kind of somebody who just does things to be, I don't know, attention seeker. I know it's crazy that it, <laughs> my statement is I thought, hmm, well, I could contradict this and say, no, I'm not doing things just for the sheer titillating. <laughs> I like to watch you people freak out. It makes so me happy. We were at our neighbor's house the other day and we had, and she's mentioned something. We to had me. some very interesting news. She goes, hey, what the kids are doing these what days, the kids are doing these days. And we say, I don't know. What are the kids doing these days? Well, apparently, in order to not have breath that smells of alcohol and to be able to pass any kind of test with your breath and alcohol, girls are soaking their tampons in vodka and then inserting them. These are fresh nice. tampons, kids. Just- these are fresh, unused tampons. I did clarify that, which I was, and I was grateful for the answer, but unused tampons. And then they put them in their vaginas and the apparently it it you know is more quickly absorbed into the bloodstream and it gives you a buzz right away oh so my thought, god i know right those crazy kids that's the good news the bad news is the vagina is entirely dried out no we don't know that for sure but what we do know is edit that-, that out that was dead silence on the end of that <laughs> yeah I guess that wasn't funny. Never mind. All right. I thought that's effing crazy, but I'm going to do a little research. And so <laughs> she comes in with a shot glass and there's a blue plastic thing in it. Oh, I have no. a picture with a string coming out. And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> Please tell me it's not what I think it is. I said, this is my research for Mondays. Are you going to do the research right now on Mondays? She did no, it already, it's kids. It's already done. And you are listening to the outcome of I what we're now calling see. the trampon. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> it's, it's my new cocktail. It's called Summer's Eve. <laughs> she said cocktail. That's hilarious. Cocktail. <laughs> Oh, you oh my are God. the penis mom. It's literally got a, a tail. It's you know, really penis mom has been accused of having such crazy out of the box thinking, but this is the first time my thoughts are actually in the box. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! I'm so in the proud box of my wife with a twist. I bet you are. So proud. And now I am so free twist. that I can do things like put vodka tampons in and not have you think twice about it. Nice. Actually, he is thinking twice. A because- lime twist on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got to tell you that I had to actually. So I had to go next door. Oh, that's <laughs> right. To borrow a tampon. Right. Because- <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring a measuring cup? Is I like, could I borrow a cup of tampons? So here's what I want to know, Karen. Here's what I want to know. When you want another round, what do you put on the tray? <laughs> Jesus. You put these vertical shot glasses filled with your tampons it's brilliant but here's the problem in our house we, i mean what we goes only back have to flavored the bar vodka and so i thought although that's very interesting maybe my first time i should just go you know old school yeah and yeah, so basic so after you got the tampon you then asked for some vodka I said, can i have a cup of vodka <laughs> to go with my tampon please exactly oh, and they said soaked or unsoaked nice 
I will soak it myself. <laughs> wow. So, like you know, know, I'm sure I know you guys are feeling ministry. a little left out because you don't have vaginas, I guess. Uh, I and have so, one. It's just not attached to me. Nice. <laughs> well, you know what you can do? You could you could use them in a suppository fashion oh. and probably get the same results. Ah. Sales of tampons to guys are about to skyrocket. I'm going <laughs> to invest you. right now. I'm just going to recommend the Slims, guys. Okay. That's my advice to you. All right. I, I'm just thinking the more as a cleaning agent, really. <laughs> well, it is alcohol. I'm sure you've, you know. <laughs> you sort of, you know, if you work that string back and forth a bit, maybe you could do a little, uh, you know, rinse. I don't know, man. I am a fan of moisture. <laughs> so, but we're not You're sure if creature, the alcohol really. as a drying agent is relevant in this case or not. We'll we'll keep you posted. Astroglide. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had a little astroglide in my throat. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm saying astroglide cures everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Is that the end of girl? Is that what we're talking about? Mm. I don't really have anything else because I've been too busy soaking tampons and vodka. Oh nice. my god. Astroglide cure for everything. Girl. 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 Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Dumber Than Me. You ready, Miller? I'm ready. Sign for people dumber than me. This is where Mark Miller finds all the people making the news that are dumber than him. He figures if they're dumber than him, they're probably dumber than you also, and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mr. Miller. That's what I'm here for. Make you feel better by your, about yourself. Yeah. What's up? So I don't really have a title that I put a lot of thought into. I'm calling uh, tonight's episode of Dumber Mr. Wingy Dingy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Dingy. Mr. Ah. Howard Wingding Caverly. Really? 29 of Colorado Springs. Had you wanted just to be made that up? I did not make that up. His middle, na- his middle name is Wingding. <laughs> wow. The, the man is named guy. after a font. That's crazy. Nice. Seriously. He's of Colorado Springs. He wanted to be a pirate since he was a kid. Unfortunately, living in landlocked Colorado precluded the possibility of sailing the open seas. Yeah. But being entirely surrounded by land didn't stop Mr. Wingding. By the way, instead of calling him Mr. Caverly, I'm just going with Wingding in this. Um, just because I like it so much. But being entirely surrounded by land didn't stop Mr. Wingding from donning a fake pirate's black beard, wearing an eye patch, and walking into a nearby Walgreens pharmacy for the purposes of getting him some old-fashioned pirate raping and pillaging. <laughs> As you know, a man needs his booty, Karen. Nice. Seriously? Again with the ass? Are we giving this up or not? <laughs> Unfortunately, the Walgreens clerk had multiple booties, and you know what I'm talking about. Okay, this I actually know, and it has nothing to do with me. Ass on top of ass. Holy shit. One ass off to one side, one ass over here, another over there. What? You know what I'm talking about. Don't pretend you don't. You've seen this person. No, actually, I don't know what you're talking about. You lost me at all the asses. And so Mr. Wingding politely said, no thank you, to the raping part, and instead just got right to the business of pillaging. (laughs) You see, Carl, Mr. Wingding needed a little drinky-drinky, and he spied a box from the stocking cart labeled Beef Eaters, picked up the bounty, 
and waddled straight outside the store. <laughs> nice. Because pirates don't pay, and waddling is what pirates do when they're hauling big boxes of beef eaters. Now he's beefy. Mm, big boxes of beef eaters. Yeah, Here are some lovely photos of Mr. Wingding with thanks to Colorado Springs Police. Go to http colon slash slash is dot gd slash wingding one. Wow. That's a pirate with a fake beard and an eye patch. There you go. A lot of hair Colorado on top of Springs Police Department. Oh my God. It's Jeff Maciolik. Nice. <laughs> it is Jeff. Holy shit. Who knew? Unfortunately, kids, spelling matters. And in this case, Mr. Wingding failed to notice the extra S at the end of Beef Eaters. That's right, kids. Mr. Wingding didn't steal a box of Beef Eater gin but instead hornswoggled a box of Beef Eater's Chicken Filet Doggy Treats. No. Oh. <laughs> what would be contestants in future episodes of Dumber Than Me, we've compiled this simple Monday's guide. Go out to is.good slash wingding2 for the simple Monday's guide. <laughs> Why are there chicken fillets called beef eaters anyway? Yeah, that's, let's just think I about that for a minute. I do not know. Barbecue flavored chicken fillets called beef eaters. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> when Mr. Wingding left without paying, the Walgreens clerk called police. Unfortunately, what Mr. Wingding didn't realize was that the Walgreens was in the same lot as a law enforcement supply store. <laughs> where a group of four <laughs> off-duty <laughs> cops were just finishing a hand-to-hand -hand combat class. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bad timing. Bad timing. They were on the scene in seconds, just in time to see the suspect flee into the nearby woods. Police followed the man on foot, but unfortunately were unable to locate the suspect in the dark forest. Police ultimately called off the search and were heading out when Mr. Wingding, who happened to be hiding in the top branches of a tree, got a phone call from his friend, who was no doubt checking on the progress of his liquor store robbery. <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? Oh my god. Uh, it's been so long since I've heard a good dumb in the me story. I wonder if he had a, a like a great ringtone, like rhythm is gonna get you or something. Yeah, I do not have those details. That would be ironic. And I think more of the Empire theme. Dun dun And so the cops leaving the forest stopped, listened, and returned. <laughs> following the ringing back into the woods. <laughs> and the phone kept ringing. No. And the cops continued to follow it. Oh. According to Officer Todd McCarthy, quote, as we approached the source of the ringing, we looked up and spotted the suspect in a tree. <laughs> he apparently answered the phone. I heard the suspect say, hello? No, I've got to go now. No, really. <laughs> I do. Really? Okay. Call you later. Goodbye. Unquote. 
Oh my god. According to Officer McCarthy, the suspect was standing on a branch in the tree, approximately 35 to 40 feet up. Police informed Mr. Wingding he was surrounded and ordered him to climb down from the tree peacefully. <laughs> Mr. Wingding reportedly shouted back, quote, sure, I'll just hop down there, unquote. And then, <laughs> and it gets What's better, hold on. on. And that's when Mr. Wingding, still donning his fake beard and patch covering one eye, let go of the tree, jumped off his branch, and proceeded to fall, crashing through approximately <laughs> 35 to 40 feet of tree branches. <laughs> no doubt shouting, Arr! In each snap. Oh, he hates the trees. With each snapping branch. Oh my god. Before landing with a soft thud at the feet of the police officers. <laughs> Nice. Now, apparently, that second eye is useful for something that we in the business call depth perception. <laughs> See, that would have told you that you couldn't just hop on down there. Said one officer, quote, I think I would have picked a better place to steal from than next door to a jujitsu training class. <laughs> After confessing to the robbery, Mr. Wingding realized his confession had been captured on video. Oh. In, a brief, in a brief moment of self-reflective brilliance, Mr. Wingding turned to one of the officers and said, quote, Damn, that was stupid. Armady, <laughs> <laughs> it was! Stoop. We're not having the trees on the big open sea. <laughs> Stupid. Just like the time me and Carl rented those land-loving donkeys in Da Nang. Oh, great. <laughs> da Nang. Remember that, Carl? Oh, no. You asked for the daily rate, but we should have gone weekly. Oh, boy, Carl learned a valuable lesson that day. Repeatedly. I'm not going to reveal any more of the Torah details, but let's just say we were all very relieved when the donkeys took the ball gag out of Carl's mouth. That was really strange. I mean, donkeys with opposable hooves. Wait, are you seriously worried about my moral standing, Mr. Miller? The ball gags. Anyway, consider this friendly advice part of our continuing travelogue on hot spot vacations in Da Nang. Speaking of hot vacation spots, how are you doing, Karen? I'm feeling kind of warm. Mila, back to the story. Fine. Where was I? Wait, did you just refer to my vagina as a vacation spot? <laughs> yeah, we did. Wait a minute. And we have the lead-in for Mondays. Thank you, Karen. Seriously. <laughs> did you just refer to my vagina as a vacation spot? Well, I don't live there. <laughs> if it has an umbrella, you it's a vacation to? spot. I just like to move in, maybe get a condo. <laughs> Lots of sand. And look, two Coronas with lime wedges. Oh. Hey, where, where was I? Does anybody know where I was? If you oh help me God. find my flashlight, we can walk out of here. <laughs> wait, wait. Is Carl making Karen as a big Just listen for the jokes? sound of the ocean. Oh, that's not a flashlight. That's an airplane landing light. <laughs> Those are the air traffic controllers. If you help me find my Jeep, we can drive out of here. 
Okay. Nothing funnier than Karen's got a big vagina jokes. Can't wait till my kids find the Monday's archives. You might not get a call back from Ricky Lake, Karen. <laughs> but if you do get a call back, it'll be two of them. <laughs> she wants me on two separate shows. One about how women are strong and stand up for themselves and one on how they degrade themselves at every moment. You can do the same show in one setting. That's right. I'll just have to change scarves. Now remember, women, hold your head high while you're stabbing yourself with a tampon. Stabbing yourself with a tampon? You need some lessons in tampon insertion. Oh my God, speaking of stabbing yourself, I have to tell you the most frightening, oh, please. erotic, please. hysterical no, story. We're not gonna, no, there's two we parts. We are not saying this. I'll start with my part. No, I'm in the, the middle of my pants. Hello? Okay, postpone the bit, and I know Miller, how please. you don't like this to be great. delayed in the middle of your bit, Miller. Oh my God. But Oh. The other day, okay. Edit, so okay, I, edit point from now to the point I next say. Okay. No, this part you're going to want. So my daughter, my, my cutie my cutie turns three the other day, and she wants a pink potty. And so every we had pink, pink everything. One of the things was pink balloons everywhere. So I thought, oh, this is going to be really funny. So I get, and this is after the party. I'm taking down the balloons one night. <laughs> oh, this is not the story I thought it was going to be. Oh, we're getting to that one, sweet uh -oh. love. Oh, no. So. So I take down all the balloons and I and Miller's taking a shower. And so I, I strip down naked. I dress myself in all the balloons and I'm like, I'm going to vaudevillian act the, my way into like, you know, no balloons. Right. I'm going to pop them in this really like fun, erotic burlesque way. OK. All right. Which, so I'm in the shower. <laughs> to, to, suddenly the curtain gets pulled back fast. Karen's holding some scissors up above her head. <laughs> Totally dressed balloons. It looks like Bozo the Clown for a sec. Psycho meets Bozo. It's all backlit, right? I'm screaming. Did she start stabbing herself? Like all over, and I'm screaming even more. And he's like, I'm turned on. I'm horrified. I'm turned on. Oh, don't stab yourself. Stop stabbing yourself. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing. I've ever done with balloons. Oh. And you know, I've done a lot of funny things with balloons. And that's the end of that. I'm glad okay. the story's over now. Now we can get so, back to my bed. Another night, Miller's in the shower. Can we, I think we right? agreed, clearly. It's a very bam, chicka, bam, Karen, bam. we were all there together with our therapist. We both said we were not going to talk about this to anybody. Miller oh, and I God. are both, you know, under the under a little bit of influence, and we're kind of like feeling, you know, kind of tipsy and ready for like a romantic night. The candles are on, the music are play is playing. All right, fine. We're gonna tell the story. Fine. Let me let the me. Donkeys least... are eating in the corner. Exactly. So anyway, I'm I'm in the shower and I'm we're you know Karen's you know kind of waiting for me in the bed already. Dressed fully in lingerie, totally lying, waiting for him to get out of the I'm shower. I'm like I'm like you know in the shower I'm thinking oh I'll shave my head so I start shaving my head and I somehow wait 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 what? this is what I hear so I'm in bed candles lit all around me in lingerie and I hear oh God oh God oh oh God oh God oh. Oh, God. Okay, she, she actually did not hear that at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. this is what I hear. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if Miller needs help. Nah. Somehow, I, <laughs> I swung the, the, the blade of the razor right past a very important part Mr. Jibs! for the right events that would Mr. follow. Mr. Jibs! So all of a sudden, 
All of what? a sudden, and you know, so he, so he's already maybe like, you know, this area has a lot of blood going there, right? Why? And Why so he slices it. Yeah, I know. And you he's just, clearly like, shaving whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. the wrong head. Yeah, you're shaving the wrong head, dude. That's the uh, problem. I know, right? Talk about psycho in the shower. Yeah. I might have held the scissors up, but this was like blood, blood, blood in the shower. And you know how I'd love to see Miller, like, you know... <laughs> Uh, really? In various states of humiliation. And so oh. this cracks me up. So she laughs like crazy. Like crazy. Now we're I'm back like, to the whole strong woman feminist thing. Yeah. Exactly. And the, and the thing is, is, I'm scared to death. She gets out, she starts laughing, but she's dressed in lingerie. I'm all like, no, 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 no. Don't turn me on. Don't turn me on. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. I'm and- happy to say that everything is back to normal again. <laughs> I did, I did get some, a call from some porn producers wanting me to do, you know, John Bonet, whatever. Oh, wait, that's not right. Wow, wow, what? <laughs> wow. You point? Did I tell you my point? Now? Nobody wants him to do John Bonet Ramsey. Dude. Wait, or that, anybody like that. Wait, that's just a little girl. Wait, what's the name of the guy that had his... That his John Holmes? Oh, Bobbitt. Bobbit. Yeah, that, that's... I'm like Karen John Bobbitt. Bobbit. John Bobbitt. Sorry about that. Totally Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, wanted to do that movie part two. That was the dumbest joke that never crashed and bombed like a no, giant. They called him now. They want him to do a porn movie called Slice. Slice. So anyway, Karen was calling me Slice. Slice. Uh, slice. Slice. Baby. Okay. So um. Anyway, and now edit point. So all of that gets Jeff gets cut out. Yeah. Sure. Sure. We'll edit out the gold. Yeah. Sure, we will. <laughs> At any rate. So where were we? Let's see. The guy confessed on video. Yes. So you'd think our pirate story would end there. But no, me mateys. <laughs> During Mr. Wingding's parlay, that's pirate talk for a pre-trial hearing, his attorney <laughs> attempted to reduce Mr. Wingding's bail from $50,000 to a much lower amount. His attorney argued that Mr. Wingding was clearly not a risk to flee. Unfortunately, Mr. Wingding picked that very moment to jump out of his seat and run out the courtroom door. No. Police captured him less than an hour later and returned him to the courtroom, where the judge promptly raised his bail to half a million dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, kids, Mr. Oh Wingding God. went to jail. Good. Army mateys, Mr. Wingding, now that you're in jail, you'll be loaded to the gun walls, cracking Jenny's teacup, hanging your jib. <laughs> oh, they'll run a shot across your bow strong enough to shiver your timbers and as you blow the man down. <laughs> Seriously, your pirate fetish is going too far. Oh, and they'll be opening Davy Jones' locker while you're screaming, there's a fire in me hole. All right, uh, I'm, I'm the uh, cliche police here. I'm going to have to put an end to this bit. <laughs> you're under arrest for using too many cliches too fast. And so, Mr. Wingding, you... Wait a minute. What kind of badass criminal gets a nickname based on a font? Yeah, really. (laughs) And why, for the love of God, would you pick Wingding when you could have gone with Chiller, Rage Italic, Juice ITC, or Felix Tittling? Mark, I think that font is called Felix Titling. Even Gaudi Oat Style would have been better than Wingding. (laughs) (laughs) And so, Mr. Wingding, 
You blackbeard donning, multi-ass passing, doggy treat taking, treat climbing, phone answering, branch breaking, ground slamming, crime confessing, court running, font lover. Hey, Wingding, I've got a tip for you. Put your phone on motherfucking vibrate. Oh, wait, here's another one. If you want liquor, try robbing an actual liquor store. Oh, wait, one more. If you're in a tree and about to jump, remove your fucking iPad so you can see with two eyes. I hear that works better for seeing things like depth. <laughs> And so you, Mr. Wingding, sir, you, sir, are dumber than me. Yes, you are. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you take out that John Benet Ramsey quote for me and everything will be awesome. Nice. <laughs> well, Richard, I think it's your turn now. Really? It's time for Richard, the toy boy. Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the shit that people are selling on the internet, for better or for worse, Mr. Campbell. Well, I uh, I have an interesting gambit of uh, of a toys today, and so I will start with simple ones, and I'm using tinyurl.com. So if you go to tinyurl.com slash Seven five nine B O D J. So that's seven five nine Bravo Oscar Delta Juliet. I'm going to focus on food for the initial rev because honestly, Dude Foods has the greatest food known to man. This is the ultimate in you know county fair food. This is chicken and waffle wings. Now, I, as a Canadian, don't necessarily understand the relationship between chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles, it's a southern delicacy. Is that true? Well, you actually make them. Oh, yeah. Why no. would you want to eat chicken and waffles together? I don't understand this. It's a southern cuisine thing. It's like a home-style southern thing. Yeah, I don't understand it being from the northeast either. But what I can tell you is this guy isn't fooling around. This guy cooked a set of chicken wings, the drumettes, of course, and then... Put them in a waffle iron with some waffle dough, so they literally are chicken and waffles combined. I, I think that's pretty cool. I wait a minute. He also has made chocolate covered. I knew your ass would detect that. Double yeah. Oreos. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You're all about the Oreos. Holy shit! Nice. Do, do another interview. Uh, bite me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> Now you're on the Oreos now, right? Deep yeah, fried Oreos. Turn our bus area, and we're like, "Oh, triple double Oreos!" Wow. Seriously? <laughs> Have you guys seen those? Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. No, I yeah. I, there's nothing to say, really, is there? It's beautiful. How about s'mores quesadillas? Yeah, no, dudefoods.com, beautiful place. You know the bacon cheeseburger mac and cheese, the s'mores quesadilla. This guy's a genius. He's basically taking. Everything disgusting and throwing it together. Meatloaf meat cupcakes. cupcakes, my friends. Valentine's Day meatloaf cupcakes. This is what That's I'm saying. That's awesome. That's actually the cutest thing I've ever seen. Miller, <laughs> it's like my love of sweets and your love of meat combined. It is. It's amazing, isn't Maybe it? Maybe one day we can get married. So let's move on to the next great item. This is something I know that Carl will certainly appreciate. It's at tinyurl.com slash 82 Z E Q 
Q75. So that's 82 Zulu Echo Quebec 75. The Whiskey Exchange. World of fine spirits, a fine place to buy whiskey, but more importantly... That's where my Christmas present came from. So back in 1907, a fellow by the name of Ernest Shackleton... Oh, yeah. Antarctica. ...in his efforts to be the first to the South Pole, which he failed at, in 1909, two years later, abandoned his camp to retreat back home. Left people there. Leaving behind... Cases of whiskey. Some years later, as in a few years ago, so uh, nearly a hundred years later, they went to his camp and they found these bottles of whiskey intact. Oh my God. They s- extracted a bit of the whiskey and they have recreated it so that for a hundred pounds, you can own a bottle essentially of the same kind of whiskey. The Chacklin had in 1907. Now, is it the same kind of whiskey or is it the same whiskey? It is not the same whiskey. They've had to recreate it. They've made new whiskey the same as Chacklin. Who got whiskey. that whiskey? Yeah. 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 Karen's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we can't get it, who can? Well, the yeah. interesting part here is they went down, retrieved these bottles. They used a needle to, ex- you know, syringe to pull a little liquid out. And then they put the freaking things back. To preserve the historical legacy. Yeah, that's only getting preserved until somebody else finds it. Yeah. Right. But the point is, right now, for 100 pounds, you can buy a a model, essentially, of this 100-year-old whiskey, which I think is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's neat. You know, if you're looking for a Christmas present for me, this is my kind of thing. And I thought my buddy Carl would appreciate it, so I (laughs) pulled it out for him. Very nice. You like that? And thank you for the bottle that you did send me from the Whiskey uh, Exchange. Yeah, as I recall, a pretty nice bottle. It's a very nice bottle. Yeah, well, I got good taste in scotch. What can I tell you? Yes, you do. Are you ready for the cool Japanese toy? Because that's the rule. Oh, something yeah. Cool, something Let's Japanese, right? So check out tinyurl slash CS8NZW7. One more time. Tinyurl slash Charlie, Sierra, 8, November, Zulu, Whiskey, 7. Awesome! The website, (laughs) DigiInfo TV. This is a Japanese technology called True 3D. Beautiful, I love this. That projects three-dimensional images directly into space. Oh, my God. I have to tell you, you need to watch the video. Oh, my God. It's straight out of Star Wars. You want to see the Death Star projected up in 3D, spun around and point out the small, undefended exhaust port. Because that's what this is. I will give you time to observe. I got to watch this. This true 3D display technology developed by Burton uses a laser to create luminous points of light at desired locations in air or underwater. This system is an evolved version of technology co-developed by Iced and Keio University, first announced in 2006. It works by focusing laser light to produce plasma excitation from the oxygen and nitrogen in the air. The researchers state that this is the world's first technology to show images without the constraint of a screen. 
二次元の映像をあのスクリーン上に投影してで擬似的にあの目の錯覚によって 3D に見ているものがほとんどなんですけれどもこちらの装置の場合は実際に空間中に表示を行っているので自然に三次元物体を見ることができるという特徴があります大体1秒間に5万点描画することができましてフレームレートとしては現在のところ大体10から15ぐらいのものが多いんですけど今後24から 30fps ぐらいになるように研究を行っています In this demonstration, to make the system more compact, a green laser is shone into water from below. But if a laser source with higher output is used, images can be displayed in air. A color display can wow. also be achieved by using a combination of red, green, and blue lasers. Oh man, color! So, first, the use of color is important. One is digital signage. またそれから自然に物体が見えるという特徴がありますので三次元物体の確認用のディスプレイに使ったりでありますとかまたより精密に描ができるようになれば医療目的なども考えられると思います。Digging for news. Wow, that is amazing. Tell me you're not impressed. I'm impressed. You know, the Navy has something that was kind of like this, but it used a, um,、uh, I, I don't know what the shape is called, but it's kind of a spiral in 3D. And they were shooting, like, I think a laser down into it as well. So, depending on where the position of the, this 3D spiral, right? Imagine a kind of a spiral, you know, pulled out in, into space. You know, depending on where that was, it could, it could, it could figure out the depth. And it had the same kind of flickering thing that you were seeing in some of this as well. But,、um, but super, super cool stuff. It's powerful. And it, I mean, their limitation right now is with that green particular version, they're updating 50,000 pixels a second, which is nothing really. Right. You want several million pixels a second. But that's、right. just a factor of the power of the laser more than anything else. So it can be done. It's just money. The bottom line is we clearly have 3D drawing in air. We just have to figure out how to manufacture it cheaply. Yeah. Combine that with the connect to be able to reach out and actually move it. Yep. Yeah. You know, we have all the bits. Just hold it. Sculpt in the air. Cool. That's awesome. That is awesome.、That's、awesome. By the way, speaking of Connect, Mark, did you get a chance to look at the Gesture Pack software that I wrote? I did not. No, I've been like crazy busy for two months.、Then. I figured you must have been because I think you'd like it. You know, the Connect the for Windows doesn't have gesture recognition, but it does give you the, the, the points on all of your, your joints in、right. real time, well, in 30 frames a second or so.、Yeah. But what I did was I made a recorder so that it can watch you make a gesture. And then tell you when you did that gesture. Yeah, this is actually a really challenging problem to, to solve because it's not clear where you're starting and, you know, when, you know, in, in any kind of movement where you're actually at the start of a gesture or not. Right. So, what, I, what, I've done,、yeah. what I've done and how I did it was I broke a gesture down into positions. And then I follow those positions that are relative to the spine. So, no matter where you are, The, the, your, the offset of your hand or whatever is relative to your spine. And then there's a fudge factor or a margin、right. of error. And then it basically tells you when you hit that position. And then it tells you when you hit the next position in the gesture. And there's a time constraint that you need to follow to get you there. And basically, when you hit several positions in a row, and if they go in the right sequence, you've done the gesture. Yeah. So this is actually something that, so Seth and I worked on. Similar technology. This is, actually, this is actually interesting stuff that we might go into more depth on a different show. But I was、yeah. like,、uh, but yeah, it's、uh, cool stuff. So have you released that yet? Well,、Carl? no, it's alpha right now. So if you're interested in it, go to gesturepack.com 
And uh, you can, I also did a demonstration of it on DNR TV, and there's a link to that DNR TV from gesturepack.com. And um, as soon as uh, I hear from enough people that, yeah, it's doing what it says it's supposed to do, then I'll start cleaning up the code, commenting it, and all that, and let it out for beta. Cool. Sorry, Richard. No problem, buddy. You're next. You ready for the next thing? Yes. So, from the very, very cool advanced technology to fixing an old problem. And that old problem is the calendar. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with the calendar today? Are you I talking mean, about the system of date recording? Yeah, we're talking about the Gregorian calendar defined in 1562. Number one, it's not metric. It also ends in less than a year. <laughs> good. There's a lot of problems with that calendar, actually. You know, it changes every year. We deal with leap years. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy things, but there are very smart people that are trying to make it right. I mean, a number of and those are, are called the Mayans. Yes, people, the Mayans. <laughs> Thank you. Put all our eggs in that basket, guys. You know, the French during the French Revolution tried to revise the calendar to go to a 10 day week, 30 day months. You know, they, they wanted to go with some symmetry there. But in the bottom line is there's things you can change and things you cannot. And believe it or not, the thing you cannot change is a seven-day week. Yeah. Because it's embedded in an awful lot of faith. So take a look at tinyurl.com slash 4QYOA. So that's 4 Quebec Yankee Oscar Alpha. So this is the Henry Foundation. And this is an education foundation. These are very, very smart people who have come up with a new calendar called the Hank Henry Permanent Calendar. And it sticks with the seven-day week because you can't mess with that. But it gets rid of time zones. It says that everybody's going to be on universal time. The time zones now talk about the time zone for the work day, but that 10 a.m. is 10 a.m. around the world. But what's more interesting is that they made every quarter 91 days exactly. Two months of 30 days, one month of 31 days. Huh. But if you add it up, you realize you don't have enough days. Right. Awesome. And so once every five or six years, there's an extra week added to the month, an extra month actually, one week month called the extra month that does the offset. And is that vacation time? Well, that's the theory, is that everybody would party for that week. So, Because you normally stick this at the end of December where nobody wants to work anyway. So imagine your normal Christmas, New Year's week is extended by an extra week to offset that difference once every five or six years. That's a lot of vodka tampons. Just saying. It's a big party. Just don't try to buy any food because nobody's working. So but what I find interesting is... They've dealt with all of people's personal faith issues around the, the calendar. You still got your seven days. The way they structure this calendar, if your birthday falls on a given day of the week, it's going to fall on that day of the week every year from now on. It's symmetrical. Christmas Day will always be on Sunday. Right. Never move again. Nice. Right. No more daylight savings time. That's gone. I like anything that gives you an extra week of partying. Yeah. Every so often. But more importantly, very simple to use. Very consistent. Very simple, actually. It's much simpler than what we're currently doing. And yet, doesn't throw away a lot of the things that are important to us. Hmm. Chances of it actually being implemented? 
Yeah, pretty much zero. Zero. Yeah. But the best thought out alternative to what we're currently doing, which admittedly is crazy. Not as crazy as what the French wanted to do, you know, back in uh, in 1793, right? Because that was really crazy. Now they wanted every month was 30 days, every week was 10 days. They had a day called Raisin and another one called Turnip. Mm. You know, the French were particularly crazy. This is a less crazy system by a long way. Well, the cool thing is, is that you can, you, you're, you have a permanent calendar. Yeah. It's steady. You can have it carved in marble. Right. (laughs) It's true. And I like me a marble calendar. Yeah. You know, Richard, there are a number of things we can do to make our advancement into the future more efficient, right? What we're talking about are, you know, ease of use, learning curves, consistency, all these things make things more efficient if we switch to something like this. Yep. But, but our world is loaded with all of these inefficient things that are ultimately going to end with our demise when the aliens land. Yeah. Because they're going to be so much more advanced, right? Well, and in and speaking the- of aliens, my next toy will support your plan entirely, Mark, because it's at tinyurl.com slash stormtrooper armor. Yeah, this is beautiful. A-R-M-O-R. Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. It's these are bike suits, motorcycle these suits. These are motorcycle leather suits that look like stormtrooper armor. Yeah, Karen and I are both getting one. Yeah, I can't tell you how excited this makes me. And you'll hear all about it in a future sex with Mark and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so a full suit's about eleven hundred dollars. However, you have a choice between Shadow Trooper Black, Stormtrooper Imperial White. So the funny part is I sold my, I had a motorcycle in my 20s, sold it years ago when my children were born, but I have a neighbor who has been pushing me for a while to say, get a motorcycle, let's drive to Alaska. Now I was thinking, if I was going to actually do this, I'm going to need new leathers. So how could it not be Shadow Trooper black leathers, really? Yeah, you guys both have to dress up like these guys. Yeah, oh and I'll just put speakers on the, the, the bike I buy so the Imperial thing's playing the whole time. Dun, 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 if you dun, call the dun, news dun. stations in advance, they will so film you. Yeah. You'll you'll get some coverage. Yeah, now we get a lot of airtime all the way to Alaska. Here comes the Imperials. I got a question. Does it have a removable cup so you can pee? Uh, you know. Anything you can take it off if you're enthusiastic. It's just a pair of pants, really. <laughs> I love Richard's advice. You know, you can get it off if you're enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah. How badly did you want to be? Is it you can take anything off in in like two point nine seconds? <laughs> Ask him how he knows. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Miller, I'm not wearing this. What what is it you're not wearing? I'm not wearing the stormtrooper outfit anymore and stop making oh, me. Seriously. You, you know you are. You're on the geek list. I put you there. I am not on the geek list. Honestly, honey, I don't think they make it with boobs big enough for you. That's what I'm saying. Ouch. <laughs> it's gonna All right, fine. Some serious squishing. Fair enough. It's going to hurt you. Hey, I have a couple more. All right. So my friend Carl has been asking me for a while. Oh, great. To help him with his... Uh, his habit of growing tomatoes indoors. Well, it's an it's a new obsession. It's not a I haven't done anything yet, but I am okay, wait, obsessed. It's not a new obsession. I you've been making tomato you've been planting tomatoes upside down for like ten years no, or I something. Did that one. 
Yeah, this is Carl Franklin, producer and editor of Mondays. Yeah, you're not going to hear Mark and Karen on the microphones anymore, only on the telephone. You know why? Because they ran out of batteries. <sighs> no, I did that once. I did that once in a topsy-turvy kind of thing, and that was okay. So, okay. and you got to understand, from my perspective, what happens to me? I get an email from a friend who says, you can help me. I want to control the humidity, the temperature, the watering conditions, all these things for my tomatoes. Can you help me? And I'm a helpful guy. So, my friend, I don't go half-assed. Oh, I no. go all out. When you tell me you need help, I find solutions. This is going to be expensive. Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> tinyurl.com slash 86 Q four N five G. So that's eighty six Quebec four November five golf. The site is American Hydroponics.com, Amhydro.com. The product is called IntelliClimate. So this is a controller. Will communicate with your PC via USB. Oh my God. Will control temperature, humidity, lighting, air conditions, CO2 levels, oh. water levels. Oh my. All in one device. So. Gonna be making some marinara. No, where's the, where's the uh, hardware that does the actual watering and lighting and. All of that stuff. So the complete IntelliClimate kit, including the CO2 system, so you can inject CO2 into your tomatoes to increase growth, $2,600 US. Is how much? $2,600 US. You know, I could buy a lot of tomatoes for $2,600, but not in the wintertime. This is what I'm saying. Let me tell you what I've done so far. I went out to Home Depot. I spent 100 bucks. I got one of those shelves, those adjustable metal shelves that you put in your garage. And then I got shower curtains to wrap that with. I have a grow light, which is an LED grow light. I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, they're tomatoes. <laughs> the grow light goes on top of the rack. And everything gets wrapped in, uh, in shower curtain liner. Then I've got a humidifier, and I have a little electric heater. And it's big enough to put three plastic bins for tomato plants. I put it out in my garage, and the the humidifier has a humidistat, so you can tell it how much humidity you want. The uh, heater has a thermostat, so you can tell it how much heat you want. And my job was to basically tweak it until I could get... 60% humidity, 70 degrees consistently. Never happened. And it was like 29 degrees out, 30 degrees out. Well, no, I'm saying I tried. And I got it working for, uh, I don't know, an hour or so. And then the humidifier just stopped working. So um, I think this is a product that could do it all for you, my friend. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And 2600 bucks really is not what I was thinking. I was I'm thinking 10 grand. I aim for the high end. Right now we can go from there. Right, we already know you're a horror. Now we're trying to figure out the price. Yeah, no, I was actually thinking it was going to be more. 
Oh, well. I could spend more if you want me to. I look at the commercial <laughs> systems for you as well. This was the best price for the all-up solution for the home. That's amazing. Because if you think about it, let's say, you know, it's, uh, when does it pay off for itself? You know, I mean, 2600 bucks. If you could get tomatoes for 26 years, it's only $100 a year you for all your tomatoes. Shall we move on? Because I need to talk about something very important amongst our group. Uh-oh. Something deeply, darkly disturbing. Uh-oh. In fact, I can sum it all up with the URL alone. Uh-oh. Go to tinyurl.com slash old. What is it? What am I typing in? You're typing in tinyurl.com slash Mark Miller is old. Say it louder. Mark Miller Grandpa is Miller, old. You're typing in. Are you saying Mark is old? Mark Miller Mark is old. Miller is old. Wait, are you, wait a minute. It says Mark Miller I sold. <laughs> Mark Miller I sold. Huh. The site is superfocus.com. But what is it really? <laughs> It is a site for people who have gotten old enough now that their eyes can focus on their own, and so their glasses can dynamically be focused to huh. deal with the limitation of their eyes. Hey. I have I have some information for you. My eye doctor, I went because I actually have a nearsighted astigmatism that's gotten worse over time, and it happens around 50, you know, or close to 50. You're not even close to 50. I'm 44. That's not close. You're closer to 40 than 50. Jesus All right. Well, Christ. anyway. By the way, you know, I'm 47. Karen has been calling me a 50-year-old man for like four oh, to Grandpa five years Miller. now. It's okay. Call me Grandpa Miller. I don't have grandkids. Oh, my God. So, anyway, they have this new class of bifocals, which essentially have, you know, they allow you to see up close and far away. And nice. that are called, that are called um, transitional lenses. I guess they're... They essentially blend the lenses into each other instead of having a hard line, right? And so when you look up far away, you can read. And when you look down close, you can read too. But my eye doctor told me that these are really bad for your eyes. Like your eyes will atrophy because they're not working anymore. And it's better to do exercises with your eyes. Like you can exercise the muscles just like you would work out. And there are exercises that you can do with simple things. Um, simple flippers. Does that mean if I take steroids and do these exercises, I'm going to look like Marty Feldman? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just checking. Watch him. Okay, guys, can I just tell you that there are some things that Miller mentions a lot in his life? One of them, for some reason, is Marty Feldman. Another is the Dahmer party. You could go through, if you could, if we had a program that detected phrases, you could go through Monday's episodes and it would be mentions of the Dahmer party, 1700. <laughs> Just saying, Karen, I want to prep for, you know, that kind Dahmer of a situation. Party. Also, Houdini got punched in the stomach without bracing for it. A big deal in Miller's life. That's a true. Point. He was... Because there are, not a week goes by that we don't talk about Houdini getting punched in the stomach. And it killed him. And why is that, Karen? <laughs> Because you're always fucking punching me when I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, brace all the time. Do you have any more, Richard? I have one toy left. All right, let's do it. We're pushing two hours here. If you're going to like my glasses, you're going to love my camera. Oh. I can't use tinyurl for this because the website's too simple. The website is litro.com. L-Y-T-R-O.com. 
Lima Yankee Tango Romeo Oscar dot com. Lightro camera, lightro camera. Oh, that's so good. Oh, so, oh yes, this is the one that refocuses yeah. after you big, take the picture. Really? This, this, yeah, this is, is a so light cool. field cool. you camera. Can, you can change your depth of field as well with it. It's very, very cool. Yeah, you could change your depth of field. You could change your focus. The thing that's these this technology has existed for years, right? It's it's uh, a, a depth of field camera. But yeah. the big thing here is that somebody's made it into a device that costs four hundred dollars. Wow! That you can just buy it. That's awesome. And the technology going on in here is insane. That it actually takes many different photos simultaneously at multiple depths of field. What we understand as a photo to create this concept of a variable depth of field photo. Wow! So you can just pick it after. Wow! Does it store it digitally? Yeah, oh, it's all is, digital. Is it one file that you get? That's the yes. picture. It's, nice. It's zone file bucks. format. That's crazy. But the things you can do with the photo is unbelievable. So, Richard, I have a question about the mechanics. Like, just to to choose, shoot so many pictures like that. Like, my camera's got the ability to do like I think three. You know, you set have it yeah. on the setting for depth of field, and it'll it'll move in and out to help you find the the one that has the focus you want. But but that takes longer because it takes three shots. Yeah, goes, this is doing know, it in a fraction of a second, but it's doing dozens. And so, is this doing the same thing? Like taking them sequentially? Is there a time that's noticeable when you take it? Now, you can't, you don't know that you've taken a much more complex photo than that. It's almost entirely automated. It's got an eight times wow. zoom, F2 aperture, but it captures maximum light. So it's, it really doesn't need a flash. And it's variability. You, know, you just don't even understand what's happening when you take this photo. You just click on the button, it happens. It's a tiny little camera. But when you, you actually get your hands on these pictures, you will be staggered. And what you can do. Go to the gallery. You can actually do the refocusing yourself. Right. And, then, yeah. and this oh is the God. art of these photos is that the talent in the photo is the fact that you took a photo that has several different focuses that matter. Right. Beautiful. $400, my friends. Like, we have no excuse not to own this camera and just change the way we take photos. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Yeah, it is. And you can also see things that you didn't realize were there before, too. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And, but and, normally and when you want to do that, you're dealing with these massive multi-megapixel photos. And this is not how this works. Wow. Unbelievable. You need Elytra. And they're not actually for sale yet. They've got a price. They're taking orders. They'll come out later this year. But I want our listeners and you to know jump on board you will want one of these it's can we profound get, so you can get on a wait list on this thing that's right let them know really? what you want and get on board early and okay often. babe we all want one of these we all have a knack for seeing a great scene and you don't want to decide right then how you shoot it and this that's camera right. doesn't require that just shoot it yeah You'll find the best focal length later we have that now it's called photoshop yeah, Photoshop can make things blurry, but making them sharp is much harder. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. is Because you're capturing the full depth of light, you have all kinds of choices when the time comes. Yeah, it's awesome. And that's what I'm ending with. That's a show. Impressive. 
How long is it going to be before we do it again? At least six months. <laughs> we just gave everybody two hours. That's like a year. We can go a year now. Nice. We could do it on New Year's and Campbell Franklin's birthday. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's do it again real soon, huh? Yes, sir. Deal. Awesome. See ya. Penis mom. Nice.